Thank you for joining the Pioneer Library System. My name is Miss Roxanne, and today I am joined by Heather. On today's episode of Folk Tales for Friends, we will get to know Miss Heather from the Moore Library, and she'll share a folk tale. Folk tales celebrate diversity. By experiencing stories from different cultures, you can discover valuable insights about another culture's values, beliefs, history, practices, and customs. Before we get started, let's get to know Miss Heather with a few questions. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. What is your favorite children's book? Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's such a loaded question for a children's librarian. I know. Oh, man. I love them all, but I guess, like, my personal favorite as a kid, mm-hmm. I always loved the Chronicles of Narnia series a whole lot. That was pretty good. Was there so. a particular one that stands out to you? Well, I think mostly, like, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, mm-hmm. but I also really like... The one before that, and I can't remember. The Magician's Prince? Nephew? Oh, I guess Prince Caspian is the second one, huh? I think so. Magician's Nephew was a prequel. You know, I don't know that I ever got around to reading the prequel. It was really neat. Hmm. Yeah, so I like that one a lot. But, um, yeah, I really always loved um, Aslan and going to Narnia and wishing I could go into my wardrobe and go to Narnia. So it would be nice. <laughs> have you ever had Turkish Delight? I have, actually. How do you feel mm-hmm. about it? Um, the first time I had it, I was like, I don't know what the big deal is about. Yeah. But then I actually got a chance to have it when I was in London mm-hmm. and it was very, very tasty. So mm-hmm. when it's done right, it's very, very good. Yes. Well, I've only had it here in the U.S. So perhaps we just don't know how to make it so well. I think maybe. It tasted yeah. a bit earwaxy to me, which is not a, a taste that i particularly enjoy (laughs) not the best taste you want from a candy for (laughs) sure definitely not okay what was the best thing before sliced bread the best thing before sliced bread um i don't know can i just say anything it'll be an acceptable answer (laughs) if only if it was before sliced bread (laughs) I'll, I I don't know, but I'll tell you that it reminds me of, I don't know if you've ever seen like the 1980s Annie, but she talks about sliced bread a lot in that movie. So that's just what's flashing into my mind. So I'm going to say Annie the musical. Annie the, <laughs> that's my Annie answer. the musical. <laughs> well, I have not seen Annie the musical yet. Uh, Put it on my one. to-do list. Yep. Do you believe that Humpty Dumpty was an egg? Sure. Yeah. Why? I mean, I guess I'm just going with that's what we've been told, but I guess you can't always trust that. But who told you? Uh, probably like my kindergarten teacher. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> the next question. These are all very difficult. <laughs> if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would you eat? Uh, I really like sushi a whole lot. I know that's going to make... Uh, listeners probably go blah but i love sushi and i would eat it every day well there's such a variety i mean yeah i had the sushi that was set on fire one time and it was delicious it it, that makes it even more exciting that's true when it's on fire right yes i like it a lot (laughs) so good yeah would you rather be a famous writer or a famous performer um I've always wanted to be a famous performer, like on Broadway, so I guess that would be my answer. I'd love to be like a Broadway star. You're the first person to ever say that. Really? Yeah. Everyone always says writer, because then, Mm. you know, you could live in isolation. 
That's a good librarian answer. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also, I like to perform, so that's my my answer. Have you ever seen a Broadway show? Um, Not on Broadway, mm-hmm. but I've seen them like at the Civic Center and stuff downtown. I've seen like Wicked and Cats and things like that, so. Hmm. Yeah. How did you feel about the Cats movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a tricky question. Hmm. So I love the one that came out in the 90s. That's mm-hmm. always my favorite. Mm-hmm. I have watched it many, many times. And then <laughs> the one came out in 2019. And I actually kind of just enjoyed it for what it was. Mm-hmm. But it was very silly and lots of CGI tales and fur. and Yes. So if that's not your thing, you probably shouldn't watch it. But... I was looking forward to the music, but uh, yeah, not not uh, my type of movie necessarily. <laughs> okay, if you had to live in any literary universe, which one would you choose? Oh gosh, that's such a tough choice. I hate to use an answer that I've already given, but I guess Narnia. Narnia would be pretty cool. You think so? With um, the witch and everything? Well, I guess like post-witch or okay. pre-witch, however okay. you want to look at it. But um, also like living in the Harry Potter world would be pretty cool. Like going and visiting Hogwarts. I was there a few days ago for my birthday. Oh, it yes. was pretty nice. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last question. Are you ready? Let's do it. If you could give yourself advice as a child, what would it be? Oh, gosh, that's a loaded question, too. Um, just believe in yourself. Don't try to rush through things. I know uh, I can't speak for everyone, but myself as a kid, like, you just want to grow up so fast. You want to be cool like the adults. Mm-hmm. And I would just say slow down, take your time, do all the fun kid things as long as you can because you have plenty of time to be an adult. True. It lasts so long. I was under the impression that as soon as I hit 18, I will be going to IHOP nightly at three o'clock in the morning for pancakes (laughs) because who would stop me? That's right. I mean, (laughs) it sounds so magical. Um, Yes. (laughs) But I'd be going out late at night and I find myself getting sleepy around 830 p.m. Yep. The reality hits pretty quickly and you're (laughs) like, oh, this is not quite as magical as maybe I thought as, you know, like an eight year old, but not quite i mean we can have ice cream for dinner but yes i mean you can still make all of those adult decisions but yeah being a kid is pretty fun so i would say enjoy that to all the kiddos out there yeah yeah it's pretty nice all right well thank you miss heather yeah for these entertaining and illuminating answers to my questions (laughs) we will now take a short break before coming back to hear your folktale The time is now! Pioneer Library's Summer Learning Challenge is here! Read, complete activities, log your points to earn swag. With categories for children, teens, and adults, there is something for everyone. The Summer Learning Challenge ends August 15th, so visit pioneerlibrarysystem.org and use the My Learning link to sign up today. Welcome back to Folktale for Friends. I am here with my guest, Miss Heather, who will now share her folktale with us. Miss Heather, where is the story from? So this story is from Ireland. Ooh. Yes. What's it called? It is called King of the Birds. Wow. I cannot wait to hear it. And it is available on Hoopla Digital app uh-huh. if people are wanting to read it. And it is by Doreen McBride. Very nice. All right, are we ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. 
Once upon a time, in days of old, when men were bold, the birds of the air had an argument in the forest that once covered Ireland. Eagle had called a meeting to decide who'd be crowned king of the birds. He stood high on the topmost branch of a tree and shouted, Humans have kings, so we should choose one too. I'm big and strong. I should be king. Crow disagreed. I should be crowned because I have such a beautiful voice. Ha! sneered Sparrow. Humans tell bad singers, you've a voice of a crow. Beautiful voice, my bum. I'm the bird with the beautiful voice, said the nightingale. The other birds thought that was silly and said, kings don't have to sing. Ahoo, awit, to wit, to woo, said the owl. Kings should be clever. Have you heard the old saying, as wise as an owl? I'm wise, so I should be king. Don't make me laugh, sneered the seagull. You're a dimwit. When Wren said he should be king of the birds, Eagle laughed. Ha, huh, oh sure, you're no bigger than a sparrow's toot. Wren was very annoyed, so he did what he always did when he was annoyed. He very, very quietly, so nobody could hear him, said nursery rhymes his old granny had taught him. Dan, Dan was a funny wee man. He washed his face in a frying pan. He combed his hair with a donkey's tail and scratched his belly with his big toenail. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men said, not scrambled eggs for breakfast again. He had a quiet little giggle, then listened carefully. It sounded as if the birds were beginning to agree. Goose said, the bird who can fly the furthest should be king. Robin said, that's not fair because you fly thousands of miles each year while I have to stay home and guard my territory. Eagle saw his opportunity and said, birds are meant to fly, so our king should be a champion flyer. I agree flying long distances gives some birds an unfair advantage. Why don't we see who can get up the highest? Wren said, I agree. The other birds were astonished. You agree? Yes, I agree. And a king should be brainy. We all agree, shouted the birds. They lined up and flew way, way, way up high into the sky. That is, all except Wren. He was small and light, so he climbed on top of Eagle's back and hid among the feathers. As the birds flew higher and higher and higher, they began to get tired and dropped out one by one. Eagle flew on and on and up and up until there were only a few birds left. Wren looked down, felt dizzy, and remembered his old granny saying, there's no gain without pain. Then he thought, if I'm going to be king of the birds, I'll have to be brave. I must hang on like grim death and distract my mind so I don't die of fright. So he forgot to be quiet and began singing one of granny, old granny's songs. It's very good to sing if you want to annoy somebody because you can keep repeating it. There was an old man named Michael Finnegan. He had whiskers on his chin again. They fell out and then grew in again. Poor old Michael Finnegan began again. Eagle heard the singing and looked around. Stork was still flying upwards, as were albatross and goose. He couldn't see anyone else and thought, I must be imagining things, and gave himself a good shake. Wren hung on like mad. He was lucky he didn't fall off of Eagle's back. 
Eagle became exhausted. He couldn't go any higher. Wren smiled to himself. Eagle laughed. That's done it. All of the other birds have dropped back, so I'm king of the birds. Wren flew off of Eagle's back and shouted, No, you're not, and flew above Eagle. I'm higher than you, therefore, I'm king of the birds. Eagle was furious. He tried to fly higher, but he couldn't. He was so tired. You cheat, he yelled. I flew higher than you. You just sat on my back. But we agreed. Whoever got up highest should be king. I used my brains to get above you, and king should have good brains. I outwitted you, so I'm king of the birds. The other birds agreed, and that's the story of how Wren was crowned king of the birds. The end. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Yay for the little guy. Yay, Wren. Let's hear it for the little guy. <laughs> and I like the chin hair. <laughs> Relatable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, what are you what are you what are some of the takeaways that you get from this story, Heather? So I think you could take away a few things from this story. It's a little bit of a trickster tale, a little bit, but I think mostly it's that just because you're little doesn't mean that you can't accomplish great things and that you're not smart. And don't let anyone who thinks they're big and tough and better than you tell you that because just because they're big doesn't mean they're better than you. True that. Well, I love that tale, Miss Heather. Thank you so much. I'm going to have to memorize that. that yeah, it's a fun one. one. Definitely. And I like the Humpty Dumpty becoming a scrambled, <laughs> becoming a scrambled egg. Good. I'm glad because I was preparing it and I was like I hope this is not too weird for everybody but I I thought it was kind of funny so <laughs> it was pretty great well thank you so much Miss Heather yes I had such a great time thanks for asking me to tell a story of course all right well thank you for joining us today to our guests make sure to like subscribe and share our podcast and follow Pioneer Library System on social media if you want to reach out to us and share your thoughts on this folktale or share a different folktale, you can reach us at podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. Until next time, 